Welcome back, everyone, to the Quiz Hub Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and this is my beautiful co-host, Amanda. Um, we're glad you're able to make it in again today. We're excited for today's episode. Um, uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, first, we're just going to talk about our week, how it went, things that happened during the week, some things that are going on in our work life, and we're going to discuss pan frying a little bit, and then we're going to... Um, build on that continue our path with the uh the cooking methods and then we're gonna dive into um what do you call it our health tips uh we're gonna be discussing the the paleo diet you know last week we talked about the keto diet a little bit i'm gonna go into more depth in that just a little bit today because i feel like i didn't give enough information last week so i'm gonna make up for that by talking about it today and yeah so Let's get into it. Um, I had a w- wonderful week um, for the most part. There was a uh, sort of some hiccups towards the end uh, on Friday. Um, so as you know, we both got part-time jobs at Mar- Marcy Joe's in Mule Town in uh, Columbia, Tennessee. And um, I was doing my prep list, it, and the people that were there it was me, Amanda, uh, a line cook and then a server was there um and i had everything planned out you know everything was going fine i had my prep list and everything was on schedule to start you know we were able to be open by opening time which is five o'clock and the line cook she's she's a smaller girl and uh she was trying to dump the potatoes in a strainer in the sink and I was trying to show her um an easier way uh because she was like getting it to where it w- looked like it was uncomfortable to hold so I told her to set it down and I'll show her how to um or how I do it at least and as I was showing her I'm not exactly sure how this happened but I somehow dropped the pot and all the potatoes fell out on the floor the boiling hot water fell on the like it didn't fall on the floor it fell on it got poured on her leg it if you've ever dropped something with water in it or some kind of kind of liquid you know that whenever it hits the ground all that shock just like gets the water and just like makes it go like up well um yeah that's what happened it got all in my sweats and uh got in my shoes and got on a little bit on my face i somehow came came out unscathed and I didn't have any um any bad burns but the other cook on the other hand uh she I mean it wasn't like she didn't have to go no one had to go to the hospital thank goodness um Mm -hmm. but she did have to we had like a, a burn spray there and she had to do that she wrapped her leg up in plastic wrap and um she did good so I mean I asked her how she was the next day because I felt terrible because she was like screaming in pain and I thought I'd killed somebody and yeah so there's that and then on top of that we had um you know we had to clean up the mess Amanda helped she she swept out the potatoes and I mopped and mopped and mopped we didn't have a squeegee to kind of squeegee the water towards a drain so it took a little bit longer and then I had to find the wet floor sign the wet floor sign was nowhere to be found and I'm not trying to get the company sued for you know something that you know can be be prevented and then um 
Yeah, I got that done. And then I was going into the oven, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, where's the cornbread at? And I forgot to take out the cornbread. So while I'm doing all this stuff, uh, I had like eight uh, little cast iron skillets of cornbread in the oven, and whenever I went in there, thankfully, I was able to salvage like three or four of them, but the other three I had to go to. I mean... We didn't throw them out. You know, we just gave them to the servers. If they were hungry, you know, they had a little piece of cornbread or something like that. But, you know, so there was that. And then, um, let's see, what else were we doing? I think that was it. Other than that, the night went pretty went by pretty good. We were busy. Um, not too busy to where we were struggling to keep up with orders, but just enough to keep us, um, keep us going, makes time go by fast. And... You know, if you guys are in the in the town, Columbia, Tennessee, come stop by Marcy Joe's Mule Town. Come get you a slice of meatloaf. Come get you um, some fried chicken, a burger, a hamburger steak, or, you know. Mm-hmm. Fried uh, pickles. Yeah, fried pickles. Or if you're kind of, like, trying to eat healthier, we have a wedge salad, which is, like, a, it's, exact, it's, it's a wedge of iceberg lettuce with blue cheese crumbles, or you can get ranch and, uh, what you know, like, cheddar cheese or something like that, and just come on come on by come see us come say hi even if you're not gonna eat we'd love to see you guys love to talk to you guys and just say hello and mm-hmm. yeah so anything happen special with you at marcy joe's no i just saturday i had my first little complaint about the food i guess um and what was that complaint oh man what was it I think you said it's something to do with some bowls or something. Oh, yes. Um, I guess the kitchen didn't have any bowls for the salad, so they put it on the plate with their food, and uh, they were mad about that. And and that's something yeah. I never, yeah, that's something I never understood because they always say like, you know, if we run out of bowls, uh, just put them on the plates. But I'm just like, can't we just wash the bowls and then reuse them? But I, I don't know why. But we only had one bowl, and I didn't know where the other bowls were, and I was too busy to go go back and start washing bowls. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, they got upset about that. And then, oh, and the sweet tea was too sweet. Oh yeah. He said, he said, he he said the sweet tea was too sweet. And, uh, that's really strange considering you're ordering sweet tea in the South and that's like pure sugar. Yeah. It's like, it's like basically it is pure sugar. (laughs) Like, I don't know what he was expecting. If he wanted something less sweet, he probably just should have gotten unsweet tea with like some sugar packets or something because yeah. anytime you get sweet tea in the south, especially especially in a like a, a, a southern um restaurant, like almost like a little country restaurant basically. Yeah, like a home co- Yeah, home, home cooked cooking. It, yeah, home cooking. You, that tea is going to be it's going to be sweet. Yeah. It's Gonna be like Willy Wonka came out of the <laughs> chocolate factory business and started making sweet tea, but yeah. Anything else? But everything else was good. I. They're gonna be changing up the menu, maybe. So. I think the bar menu they're changing up, not the regular menu. No, the regular menu too. They're changing the regular menu too. Yeah, oh, maybe. Cool. Maybe. 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 I did but see yeah. that. Um, so remember last week we told you guys about the fire that we had there and there was a couple that came in and there was their first um, first time coming out since they've had their baby and, um, you know, it got all smoky. And they weren't able to eat their food or anything like that. We had to shut down 
uh, for the rest of the night. Well, they came back last uh, yesterday, or when was it? Yeah, yesterday, last yeah, night. Yeah, yesterday, last night. Yeah, and they enjoyed their food. Mm, they enjoyed their Happy. food. And there was no <laughs> fires. I made sure there wasn't any fires that, you know, could start. Um, you know, we're, we're all doing our part, trying to make sure that all of the, the grease traps and food traps, they get emptied so that way um, they don't ignite and burn cause the whole place down. Issue again. Cause any injury, injuries yeah. or anything like that. So <laughs> yeah. we're all working on that. And... You know, we're getting through it. It's just a one-time thing. Hopefully, it was a one-time thing. Um, yeah, that's our Marcy Joe's week. Mm-hmm. Um, and this really isn't about like foods per se. It's just me. I'm just I'm just talking right now at this point. Just kind of our little intro talking. Then we're gonna get to into the paleo diet and the pan frying. And actually, while we are while I'm discussing this, um, I'm going to be looking up some. Not looking up, pulling up my cheat cheat if you will so just bear with me for one second while i go ahead and do that i hope everyone is having a good day um or having a good week at least i hope they had a great week last week and i hope you have an even better week this week if there are things in your life that are you know going south or you know thing you need um you're in hard times right now I, well, I mean we're all in hard times with the pandemic and everything but if there's something specific that you got going on in your life i hope that you over- overcome it we'll be praying for you and yeah so our next thing i'm going to talk about and like i said i'm just rambling here um just kind of talking that's what a podcast is you just talk (laughs) i just got to get better at my storytelling because i can like i'm like a tree where like you you know the tree goes straight up but on its way there you have a branch here and then on those branches you have like little twigs and more branches and then leaves and i'm trying to tell you one story but before i tell you that story i gotta explain a plot so that way you understand (laughs) the story that i'm telling you now and all this stuff so that's another reason why i'm doing this you know i'm just trying to get better at storytelling and yeah yeah so trying to get better at talking yeah amanda's trying to get better at talking if she can ever (laughs) squeeze a word in whenever i'm talking it's kind of kind of hard so but we're getting there we're getting there progress progress um so I think I said this in the last episode or the episode before, but I work at uh, General Motors, a uh, car manufacturing company, and not it's not just them that's a, that's affecting or that's being affected by this. It's the whole car industry. Um, there's a there's a piece of the car uh, semiconductor chip that's needed. It's it's needed in order to um, produce the cars. And GM is a bunch of rumors. You know, that's that's the whole place. It's just rumors. And I don't like rumors. Like, if I hear a rumor, I'm just like, well, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But what the rumor is now is that we're supposed to be shutting down for, like, anywhere from a week to nine weeks. It was supposed to happen on January 20th or the 25th, and it's now, as we're recording this, January 31st, and nothing's happened yet. I'm not saying anything is not going to happen but so far nothing's happened um but the reason that it's um impacting the car industry is because whenever COVID happened last year uh the car industry you know all the car industry took a hit because you know people were losing jobs so they weren't able to people weren't able to buy cars you know as much as they could they were losing their Mm -hmm. jobs you can't buy a car if you don't have any money so the 
companies that were making the that were producing the semiconductor chips, they didn't prepare themselves for the comeback that the car industry made, and I honestly didn't think that it was gonna catch up as quick as it did as quick as it did, because like let's I think and my numbers can be off maybe like anywhere from like five to ten dollars, but I was looking. At, uh, at the stock market, you know, cause I wanted to, I wanted to witness it for myself because I'm, I was 22 at the time and I've never been in anything like that. So I kind of wanted to see what effects it might have on the economy. And I didn't go too deep into it. I just literally just opened up my phone and my stock app and I was just looking at it day every day. But one day I noticed that, uh, the GM before COVID, the GM stock was at like anywhere from 40 to $42 a share. And after COVID hit, it went down to $16 a share. So it went down. I'm not sure if they use, if anyone here is listening, that's uh, like a stock market. Um, what, do they, what, do they, what do they call them? Uh, a, st- a stock broker or something? I don't know. Yeah, professional. Yeah, prof- if you're a professional and I'm using <laughs> the wrong terminology, do not come in my throat. I'm very sorry. Um, but I don't know. Um, so... I think whenever that happened, it went down 30, I think they're called points. That's, you know, the dollar sign, dollar amounts. I'm not 100% sure. But it went down $36, or no, uh, my math here, $24, $24 a share, roughly. After, I want to say in July or June, sometime from June, July, and August, it like shot back up like to $46 a share and it's been in that area ever since. And they, so the, those, those companies that were making the, the semiconductor chips, they weren't expecting that. And, it's, and this, this wasn't just general motors. This was like all the car industries. So like, I'm just saying general motors, cause that's where I work. And that's the, that's the one that I was watching. And, um, but yeah, so they weren't expecting the 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 car industry to pick back up as fast as it did, and so they didn't prepare for um, the amount of cars. You know, at, at General Motors, we make you know a high number of cars every every day. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say. I kind of got to watch what I have to say, so I don't like get yourself fired. Yeah, get myself fired or something. Yeah. But they have to make a certain amount of cars every day, and. You know, we were doing longer shifts, you know, six days a week. And then after that news came out, we went down uh, to shorter shifts um, to five days a week, which I wasn't necessarily complaining about because I was still able to um, save my money and, you know, feed our son, feed us. And, you know, not only that, but then we all, we still have Marcy Joe's too. So that's a good thing that we got our little part-time jobs there. If anything goes wrong with uh general motors like any layoffs or anything like that i always have that uh, marcy just to lean on for a little bit and um yeah so like i said that's a rumor and nothing's happened yet hopefully so. it's not true yeah hope, <laughs> i mean i'm sure i'm sure i mean hopefully we don't get affected by it it's, it's yeah tr- it's true that they're that they're getting hit i just hope that we don't have to go through that and be uh shut down for a week yeah. to nine weeks and left be- with nothing Hmm? And left with nothing from them. <laughs> with General Motors? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, you're not going to get paid for Oh, yeah. For, yeah, like yeah for, from General Motors, yeah, I'm not going to get paid. But like yeah. I said, that's why, that's why it's good that we also work at Marcy Joe's. Yeah. 
And um, yeah, so that's our information on General Motors. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is our pan frying. And what pan frying is, um, it's another dry heat cooking method. Um, and it's it's the it's the middle between uh, sauteing sauteing and deep frying. Um, so the whole process of, of pan frying is, you know, you take a pan. Uh, most of the times whenever if I'm ever pan frying, I'll use my, my good old reliable cast iron skillet. And if you don't have a cast iron skillet, uh, I would just recommend using a, um, a like a like a pan with a heavy bottom. And that's because, you know, you just want the heat to be able to be um, evenly dispersed throughout the bottom. You don't want it to have any hot spots anywhere because mm-hmm. you want to make sure that your your heat level throughout the pan is even whenever you're cooking your food. Um, but, yeah, so you take your uh, – I'm just going to say cast iron just for, my, just for me because that's what I use. You take your cast iron, you put it on like a medium-high heat. And you fill it with oil. And the amount of oil is going to depend on whatever you're cooking. You're going to want it to be able to cover up anywhere from a third to a half of whatever you're cooking. Um, so, like, for instance, let's say I'm pan frying a chicken breast. I put in um, my oil. And you can use any type of oil you want, any type of oil that fits your budget. Um, like I said, peanut oil, uh, sunflower seed oil, grape seed oil, avocado oil. Um, but I do know that those get expensive and also, uh, you can pan fry in, um, uh, what, what was that movie where they did it with Crisco? You liked the Oh, the help, the help. Yeah. yeah I like that. Yeah. She liked, uh, frying chicken and Crisco. I still want to try doing that. Yeah. We'll have to try it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's that, uh, the benefits of it is, you know, you're getting, um, that nice crispy, uh, crust and, um, what do you what do you, what else do you call it like a it's not necessarily a skin yeah, but like, um i'm gonna just call it a crust yeah um without getting the uh the mess that you would get if you were ever to deep fry foods and if you've ever tried to deep fry something in your house you know like i said you don't need a deep fryer all you need is a a, a deep pot with some oil and then uh, maybe like a thermometer to check the temperature make sure you're deep frying properly but even honestly, not only that with that, but just like just cooking in general, because the oil likes to splash out and, you know, you have to make sure that you don't slip and fall if it gets on the floor or make sure that you wipe up your your uh, your stove. If you are. What do you call it? If you're cooking on top of your stove, so that way it doesn't catch flame and you don't have a house fire or anything like that. But it's also good because. um it's just more convenient like else it's just if you if you living if you're living by yourself it might seem might seem inconvenient to have to fill up a whole big pot of oil to fry something in because you have to let it cool down and then pour it back in the container and it's just you too so yeah and it's, it's just, just you too so it's like you're you're doing all that work to 
just make something for yeah, yourself. Yeah, just make something <laughs> for yourself. So if you're wanting like a, that deep fried effect, but you don't want to have to do all the work of a deep fryer or even frying like in the heavy pot, uh, pan frying is, is, is probably what's better for you. And that's because, um, and I don't know if this is just like me personally or like how I grew up, but whenever I would fry in a deep fry, or I'm sorry, fry in a, a pan fry in a cast iron, cast iron skillet, I never poured out the oil. I would just let it sit there and I would keep frying it. We'd always, I don't know if anyone's in their families ever had that cast iron skillet with oil that just sits in the, um, in the oven. Did, did you guys ever do that in California or anything? Oh no. No. My mom never let us like fry anything, honestly, cause she, she doesn't like mess. So mm. she didn't let us like do like all that crazy big stuff. I just, She's sneezing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, so I guess that's just me then. Um, my my mom, she would always have the cast iron skillet out on the stove if she was using it that day. And then once she was done with it, once she was done frying, whatever it was, if it was like, a, like fish, um, chicken, or like um, pork chops, or anything like that, uh, we would just put it back in the stove and then we'd use it, you know, don't throw it away. I think I honestly don't even know why she did that, but it's just something I do. I don't know if anyone, if anyone else does that, I mean, whoever's watching this, if you guys have done that, if you hear of anybody, let us know in the comments. Uh, make sure. I mean, I, we have a cup for the oil. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But your cup for oil is for like bad oil when you're done with it. This was yeah. like, just so that we, you know, we just left it in there. So like we, we, if we were wanting to pan fry something, we would just take out the skillet, set it on top, turn on the heat, and then yeah. let it heat up. I think it's just you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's just me. <laughs> but um, uh, tools you may need whenever you're doing this, uh, you know, when because whenever you're done, you don't want, and this is not, uh, this is for most things too. You don't want it to just sit there unless it's like a steak. You want the steak to sit there and rest. Um, but. Whenever you're frying things, even pan fry, deep fry, um, you want to make sure that you're doing either one of two things. W one is whenever it comes out, set it either like, like set it on somewhere like to where it's gonna cool. Um, preferably like uh, a paper towel or like a like a plate with a paper towel on it, so that way it can absorb that grease. Mm -hmm. Or you or two, um, a rack, a wire rack, like with a pan, like. You ever see that pan, the pan that I took to Marcy Joe's with the little rack where I put the chicken on and everything? Yeah, like the great looking thing. Yeah, the great. And the reasons for that is because you want to, you want any excess grease to drip off of that food because you don't want to be um, ingesting more more grease that needs to be done. You know, because mm -hmm. like like I said, there's there's foods that are like downright greasy with uh, pan frying and deep frying, but it's not as bad as you know that people as bad as people make it so just make sure that um you're setting it on something either a paper towel or a wire rack and then um if it needs to cook if you're cooking something that's like a little bit thicker like i know at uh marcy joe's we cook some pretty big chicken thighs that for our fried chicken and um if i let it cook 
If I let it cook in the deep fryer for too long to try and get it all the way done, it's gonna burn. I mean, not it's gonna burn. Like it has burned. Like I've burned it. It gets and I, dark. Yeah, it gets dark. And I've <laughs> yeah. I've turned the temperatures down. I started off at 375 my first day. I went down to 350 uh, the next day, and then I went down to 325 to see if I can get it. Um, that temperature like whatever temperature i need it i'm not gonna go below 325 mm. um honestly i think i just i'm just gonna keep it up at 350 like i normally do and then just finish it off in the oven but just make sure that if you do finish it off in the oven make sure your oven's already preheated make sure that um that you know you have it to the temperature and another thing is whenever you're pulling it out of the fryer or the deep pan fryer whatever you're doing um you want to make sure that it's a little bit less dark like so like let's say you know you want chicken to be like a golden brown color mm -hmm. well whenever you're pulling it out of the pan fry or deep fry whatever you're doing at the time pull it out a little bit less than what you would normally because whenever you stick it back in the oven that heat's going to caramelize the the skin that you already have on there that coating and it's going to if it's already golden brown whenever you put it in there it's going to make it a little bit darker so you want to make sure that um you are watching for that Speaking of ovens, I know we were talking about baking and roasting um, a couple weeks ago, but I saw this TikTok and they, and I honestly never, I didn't, I never knew this up until, I mean, I think it was like a year or two ago. You guys know that drawer that's below your oven? Uh, most of the times people put their like pans and stuff in their extra pans. Mm -hmm. That's where we put the cast irons in. Yeah, that's where we put the cast irons. Um, so there's there's two there's two. What do you call it? What's the words I'm looking for? Two. Purposes. There's two purposes okay. for it. Um, that I've seen. The one one I believe more than the other. One of them is. Uh, to keep your food warm so like you know you have like a, you have the heat coming from i don't know how, how yours would work because like i said amanda's or our oven the heat's coming from the bottom so yeah. i don't know if it would get too hot or not i'm not i wouldn't try it with the the second item but the the first one uh, is for keeping your food warm um if you have something like especially on thanksgiving i know a lot of people they keep their stuff in the ovens on thanksgiving until everyone gets there you know, we're all starving, so we don't want our food to be cold or nothing like that. But, you know, you put all your stuff in the oven, and we always have an issue where there's not enough room for all the stuff. Because, I mean, we're Mexicans. Everyone's bringing a dish, and then some people are bringing two dishes. And then it's, I was at my grandmother's house, so she's always making, like, four or five things. And then my grandfather's deep-frying two or so turkeys. And mm -hmm. then most of the time is they'll have me either um, make a prime rib or smoke a turkey or anything like that. So, yeah. You know, you need we need more room. You know, we need more ovens. Like, mm -hmm. Buddy Velastro, hit us up. We need some ovens. <laughs> and um, mostly in like a Mexican house, it's like we need that room. Yeah, because like <laughs> it's funny because like Me Mexicans uh, and this, you know, it could be for like other nationalities too. But yeah, like, I don't know. I, I've never had yeah. any other kind of <laughs> different kind of Thanksgivings, and I'm not saying that they're they're different. They're well, they are different because of the food and you know stuff like that. You know. Traditionally, I, what I see at Thanksgivings are mashed potatoes, uh, sweet potato cat—was it sweet potato casserole or sweet potato mash or something like that? Yeah, with the marshmallows. Yeah, with the marshmallows. Mm -hmm. And um, mac and cheese, green bean casserole, you know, turkey, and then mm -hmm. stuff like that. Well, at uh, Mexican Thanksgivings, we have tortillas, we have 
tamales. We have beans and rice. Beans and rice, <laughs> and then the traditional Thanksgiving stuff. So there's yeah. a little bit of stuff that d- instead of like gravy going around, you have a little thing of salsa going around, and yeah, yeah, and then so there's that. But um, the second thing that it's used for besides um, uh, that I've seen that it's used for besides keeping your food warm is keep warming up your clothes. I'm not sure. I saw someone uh, someone do it, but I wouldn't recommend doing that because I don't know if it, it'll get too hot in there and if it'll make your or if it'll burn your clothes or even make your clothes smell like food. <laughs> yeah, make your clothes smell like food, or if there if there's any grease leaks in the bottom and it's uh mm-hmm. you know getting grease on your clothes or you know dirty. if it catches fire, dirty and stuff like that. So I wouldn't recommend that one. I would um inspect your ovens first because uh, if everyone's been using their drawer for storage then i would make sure that you're able to actually use it for that purpose yeah yeah so um one thing i did want to go over about pan frying real quick and that, and this is for more than just pan frying it's for um you know sauteing pan frying deep frying and that's the breading process and let's see. So the breading process is the process you use to coat your whatever it is you're cooking. So let's just say chicken because that's what the, that's what I do at Marcy Joe's. Um, you can use typically for fried chicken. I you know we use flour, and the way that I do it is. We marinate the uh, the chicken in buttermilk and a seasoned buttermilk uh, overnight, <clears throat> and then I'll take it, I'll set it on a rack to let all that excess kind of you know drip off, so that way I don't get too much in the in the flour. I take a little bit of buttermilk and I do mix it in the flour because I want these little like little tiny pea-sized dough chunks mm-hmm, to kind of form crispy yeah because whenever they fry up they become like really crispy and it makes it like bomb so i do that after um i let them sit for like five or ten minutes let them drain i put them in our flour mix i put them back on the rack and i do all the chickens in the flour mix and then i put the and this is what I, i don't know if i've mentioned this but i know that me and my friend um mr eastwood we always we have this uh debate on whether to single fry or single coat your chicken or double coat it and i tried both and the sit with the single coat um it just fell off and it didn't i've experimented with it and it's just not to me it's just not as good as double coating um so after i coat it once with flour i put it back in the buttermilk and then after i put it in the buttermilk i set it back on the rack let the excess drip off then i put it back in the flour again get that second coating and then i dip and fry and then i just keep doing that process until all the chicken's done then once the chicken's done i put it on a pan and i throw it in the oven mm-hmm. so to get more in depth with the breading process for you know things that aren't chicken let's say you're doing a a pork chop, um, for a fried pork chop. So, you know, you take your pork chops and cause most people, I don't think butter or, you know, they, they marinate in buttermilk, but what you're going to do first is you're going to take your pork chops. You're going to put it in a, um, let me see. There's three bowls. 
see this is what i'm trying to this is what i'm talking about like i'll, yeah. I'll say something i'm trying <laughs> to explain something and i'm kind of getting off topic i'm losing my train of thought yeah. but i'm going to start off with this so there's three bowls you have in the first bowl you have um regular flour in the second bowl you have um your liquid so it can either be an egg wash it can be um it can be buttermilk if, if that's mm -hmm. what you want and then or even um most times it's egg wash i'm pretty like i'm I see most people do egg wash. Yeah, I don't know what else they would put in it. Yeah. Uh, um, and with egg wash, you know, they put like, you know, an egg, uh, maybe one or two eggs, some, um, what's it called? Not milk, but like half cream? and half or heavy cream. Yeah. And yeah. And then in the uh, third bowl, what you're going to have is your coating, your egg other coating. So if you're doing flour, uh, just a flour coating, you just need those two bowls. So you're just going to need the um, the flour and the egg wash. But if you're doing another coating, and some people they might do, um, you can get creative with this. I know that I've, I've used my second coating as like Cheetos or mm -hmm. uh, Takis. Um, if you're doing Cheez-Its, yeah, Cheez-Its, uh, but yeah, typically what are traditionally, I guess what people normally would use is panko breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's exactly what it sounds like. They're like little breadcrumbs. If you get them from the store, um, they're, uh, crunchy. I like the ones there cause it, there's different kinds of breadcrumbs. There's the breadcrumbs, um, that come in like a, a cylindrical mm -hmm. can, uh, it's like a, one of those little cardboard cans. I don't really care for those too much, just because um, I don't like the texture of it. It's like a, it's crunchy and crispy, but it's like a flat, crunchy, crispy. I like to have uh, like that more texture into it, you know. So yeah. I want it to be more coarse. So those panko breadcrumbs they work just just fine for me. But whenever you're doing that, you want to make sure um, you have your your wet hands and your dry hands and. Uh, there. That's exactly what it sounds like. One of your the wet hand is going to be the one that's dipping. Um, the ch it's going to be taking the chicken and dipping it into the liquid, and then it's going to be the dry hand that puts on the dry coating. So it's going to be the one putting on the flour and then putting on the the um, what do you call it? The coating. The, the, the second coating. Yeah. Um, and the 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 steps like not like the steps, but like what's it called the the process, the order, order of process. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna call it the order of process. If it's something else, <laughs> let me know. Um, the order of process. That doesn't sound right. But you know what I'm trying to get to. The order that it goes in is, you put your whatever you're doing. You're putting it in the flour first, and the reason you do that is so that way the, um, <clears throat> the, wa egg wash has something to stick on. Mm -hmm. And that could be the the issue with the Marcy Joe's chicken. I might have to try that out. See if I see about, um, what do you call it? Flowering it Flour, first. Flowering it, and then mm -hmm. yeah, trying to see. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not having to experiment with that one. But you put in the flour first, so that way the egg wash has something to coat or stick on. After you get it in the flour, um, you know you'll put it in the egg wash, and then you take your wet hand and you start getting the egg wash all around you lift it up drip off the excess egg mm -hmm. wash set it in the the next one which is the the coating so let's say panko bread breadcrumbs 
Um, and what I do at this part, I'll have a I'll have a handful of breadcrumbs in my hand already from the pan. And the reason for that is after I set it down, I can just pour some on top. Mm-hmm. So that way I don't I want to make sure I don't get this hand wet because when you get it wet uh, and it's going to happen, but I'm trying to do it as least as possible because once mm-hmm. it gets wet, you start to get to that point where um, it's just going to clunk up on your hands and mm-hmm. it's going to make your it harder to. Yeah, they're all and gooey, yeah, gooey and it's disgusting. And yeah. not only that, but like it just if you, if you have pet peeves like me and like that's like mm-hmm. one of my things. I hate dirty gloves and i would recommend using a glove unless you're someone who likes getting their hands dirty then you know you know you're more than welcome to do whatever you want but i personally use gloves especially whenever i'm you know in restaurants stuff like that i make sure um that i try to use gloves and you know there's there's hand sinks everywhere and well not really everywhere but because it's a small establishment but Mm -hmm. we have a hand sink in the back and um you know there's you know, sinks in the restroom and stuff. And so I try to make sure I wash my hands as often as I can. And, um, yeah, then you put your coating on there. And then some people, they might let their coating, uh, once it's all done, they let it, let it, let it sit. Um, and that serves two purposes. One, it lets it uh, get more uh, up to room temperature, which um, you'd want that to happen to make sure that um, it cooks more evenly because – Let's say, for instance, let's say if I drop a frozen chicken breast in the th- in the um, in the uh, in the deep fryer, mm-hmm. um, it's gonna cook, but it's gonna take a long time because it's frozen. So not only does it have to de-thaw, but it has to cook. Don't you get like the water from the frozen stuff inside the oil too? No, no, no. Because I mean, no. Because all foods, all food has water in it. All some type of that that like water moisture and stuff yeah. in there. So. Um, that's not really an issue. Now you do, do not like, cause you know, like the, like the frozen chicken tenders and stuff like that, you know, those are raw, but they're mm-hmm. par fried, you know, then they're frozen and then they're shipped off to Kroger for yeah. us to pick up. But, um, what was I saying? Putting f- something frozen in the fryer. Yeah, making sure that it's kept up to room, uh, keep like get it closer to room temperature. But so like, let's say you throw a, a frozen piece of, of chicken in with a, with a coating in there from Tyson chicken nuggets or something like that. Um, it's gonna take longer um, to cook because it's frozen. So not only does it have to thaw out in the fryer, but it has to cook at the same time. So it's going having to go from you know, let's say negative 30, or I'm sorry, not negative, like 32 degrees up to 165, mm-hmm. which is the temperature that chicken is supposed to be cooked at. Um, then you have the the, t- the chicken that's already at room temperature. Um, and room temperature just varies on, I guess, where you live, you know, because mm-hmm. here in the winter we live in a freezer, and then in the summer <laughs> we live in an oven. Um yeah. Yeah, you just want to make sure it comes up to room temperature and make sure that you have all your stuff. Make sure that it does that so it cooks evenly. Because whenever you deep fry something that's room temperature, it's already a higher temp. So it's going to be able to um, cook a little bit faster. And also, it's going to help prevent you from burning that coating that you have on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Let's see. What else we got here? 
Oh yeah, that, that, was, the, that was the breading process. So, mm-hmm. hope you guys had fun with that. Hope you guys were able to follow as I was discussing that. Um, but the next part we got here is the paleo diet, and I'm gonna try to explain that. Our battery uh, just kind of came up flashing, so. Hopefully, I can squeeze all this information in before. If I don't cover something, I'm definitely going to cover it next week. I'm just kind of in a rush because our battery is a little dead, even though it's fully charged. I got to look into that. But um, so the paleo diet is. It's eating like a caveman in 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 lack for lack of better words. And that means that you're eating um, foods that, you know, that they were able to hunt. So that that means no dairy, like no, no cheese, no milk, no, uh, no pasta or anything like that. Um, it is more lenient uh, than the keto diet because the keto diet it cuts out carbs as a whole. So you're not able to have any fruits. You're not able to have any um, of the, um, what do you call it, like sweet potatoes or anything like that. Uh so the paleo diet is more lenient because you're able to have those fruits. You're able to have nuts and seeds and um, those sweet potatoes and stuff like that. And you're just eating stuff that you that they were they were only able to hunt. So like yeah, like you know, forageable things. Yeah, they were able to get. Yeah, like um, nothing processed mm-hmm. or yeah, more whole. It's it's more whole whole foods because mm-hmm. that's where you're gonna get most of your nutrients and your vitamins and your minerals and everything like that. Um, so, you know, like fish, you know, you can eat like fish, lean chicken or lean chicken, lean, uh, beef, uh, preferably they want to do like organic and grass fed beef and organic vegetables. But I do know that that stuff can be kind of pricey. Um, and that shouldn't, that shouldn't be something that limits you or that, uh, prevents you from doing this. You're still able to do it without having to go the extra step in, um, and getting organic because whenever you're eating, you're still getting those nutrients, you're still getting those vitamins and those those um those minerals from the from the foods that you're eating. So, uh, what do you call it? Preferably, it is you know like I said, organic and grass fed. But you know if you're on a budget, you're on a budget. And nothing you can do about it. But you're still you're still gonna get the effects. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. So like I said, um, grass fed beef, chicken. Uh, pork, make sure like the, the leaner cuts of those, um, of those, uh, you know, fish, eggs, nuts, fruit, seeds. Um, that's, and th- that, that, that's one thing that sucks about the keto diet. Cause I love like apples and I love pineapples and mangoes and, you know, fruits yeah, and all the good fruits. Yeah. And it really sucks because I did, uh, I did keto last week. Um, I lost three pounds, but I think I'm going to switch over to the paleo diet because like I really I miss my fruits. I love my apples mm-hmm. for for uh what do you call it for Yeah, before every breakfast, meal. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that too, but yeah, I, I always eat apples at work whenever I would get them. I have two apples. But I love doing that. Um Yeah, um they're Mm-hmm. And fruits are really like convenient to take and go. Yeah, because you know the fruits just ready. I mean, I mean, unless you're getting like like a mango or something like that, then you know yeah. you have to cut it or something like that, or an orange you have to peel it or a pineapple. But mm-hmm. you know, if you get like a pear, a banana, an apple, um, grapes, a, grapes, peaches, yeah. plums, those things are those are very um, convenient. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna try to go through this information before our camera dies. So. Let's kind of get into it. <laughs> so 
It's referred to as the ancestral diet, and uh, it's believed to be aligned with the foods that were eaten by the early humans, which is what I said, with um, the emphasis on the, emphasis on the whole foods. And like I said, that included the organic vegetables, orga- uh, grass-fed beefs and stuff. And um, the paleo diet, uh, it believes that the foods were introduced to the human diet uh, much later in history. Um, the human digestive system is not well equipped to break down these foods, contributing digestion issues. And that's talking about like um, the, uh, what do you call it? The processed foods. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of times you ever see those things, it's like those detox teas and those detox whatevers. That's because there's so much like garbage, garbage in your body from yeah. all this processed <laughs> foods that um, a lot of reasons that people it's so hard for people to lose weight is because their digestive system is out of out of out of whack and they have to get it fixed and they and the way to do that is just to be eating um those whole foods and getting all those the proper um you know proper nutrition and you know and another thing don't cut out the skins and, and most of your stuff that you're eating like i see some people they'll peel the skins off apples or they'll peel the skins off of like mm-hmm. um I think you do grapes. You peel you peel the skins no. off. Who peels skins off their grapes? I don't know. <laughs> Not me. Someone I love does. grapes. Okay. Well, someone peels skins off grapes. I don't know why, but yeah. they do. Um I got to I got to figure out who that is cuz they're weird, but yeah. Um but yeah, the way to to help with that those digestive issues is um just eating those whole foods. Um, in comparison to the keto diet, both of these diets are focused on uh, high quality and uh, nutrient rich foods, and they eliminate the the grains and legumes, um, which is you know rice and beans essentially. And uh, paleo eliminates dairy. Um, the keto diet is higher in fat than the paleo, and uh, the paleo is usually higher in carbs than the keto. You know that that makes sense because the keto diet you're trying to go low carb and uh, higher fat. As toward the paleo, you want to do, yeah. you know, I wouldn't say it's more, it's, it definitely is more carbs, but it's, no, I wouldn't say go low, no, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. It's like in moderation. Yeah, in moderation, yeah. yeah. Um, the, like I said, the reason I like the paleo diet is because it, you're, it's allowing you to incorporate those fruits and vegetables and like the starchy vegetables that you wouldn't be able to do on the keto diet and because uh, like a true keto diet would be like 50 grams of carbs a day mm-hmm. and i think what i was doing was like 75 to 100 carbs a day which i was losing a little bit but i think if i went down to 50 carbs a day then i'd be like whoosh, shredding it off <laughs> um but as far as your like um your digestive system paleo is like a like a ton better just because you're you're getting those um, you know, the fiber from the skins of the vegetables that you're eating and um, you're getting, you're able to eat those like more, more of those whole foods, those organics and stuff like that compared mm-hmm. to your high fat. More like pure nutrients instead mm-hmm. of yeah artificial. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, our camera's getting a little bit short here, so we're going to pick up back on this on next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like freaking out. I see our camera, it's blinking. And so uh, I'm going to kind of wrap yeah. it up here. If it cuts out, just know that we love you and we thank you for all the support. Good. But <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm sorry that I had to cut it a little bit short today. And there we go. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to be able to see us, but um, <laughs> our, our camera died. So we'll pick back up on this uh, next week. Hopefully, 
I'll get a better charge. So we love you guys. We hope you stay safe. And we can't wait to pick back up next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>